Hello, CVCS. Welcome back to the Chapel Podcast. My name is Anastasia Davi. I am the Community Life Prefect on campus, and today we are joined with Brandon Reed. He is the lead pastor at Mountain View Church. He has served in ministry since 2005, um, being a student pastor, a campus pastor, and now a lead pastor. And today he will be talking to us about freedom in Christ. So without further ado, Brandon Reed. Good morning. How are y'all? It's early, so I realize you may not be as good as you will be at the end of the day. Uh, but imagine with me for a minute that you brought a $100 gift card to give one of your teachers. Uh, if I was your Bible teacher, like I am the ninth grade Bible teacher here, uh, obviously I'd be your favorite ninth grade Bible teacher. You're laughing as if that's not the case, but yes, it would be the case. Imagine you brought one of your teachers a gift card, and your teacher said, oh, thank you, that's so nice of you, let me pay you for it. That wouldn't really be a gift, would it? But imagine they tried to pay you for this gift card, and you're like, no, 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 this is a, this is a total gift, like it's on me, I just want to do this because you're a great teacher. Ah, okay, all right, what if your teacher said... Okay, well, let me split the difference with you. What if I gave you 50 bucks for this? No, please, it's just a gift. Okay, would you take $20 for this gift card? All right, fine, I'll take the $20 for the gift card. It's at that moment that the gift card becomes a discount card. Because the teacher that you wanted to give this nice gift, $100 to Amazon, at that moment, it's no longer a gift at all. It's just a discounted card that they can still use in the same way on Amazon. It's a lot like that with grace, isn't it? Grace is this word that we always talk about when it, when it comes to the gospel. Grace is this hallmark, really, of the gospel. Grace is the kind of the, the pinnacle of what God did for you and for me uh, through Jesus on the cross. Grace is a total and complete gift that God has offered us. Grace is this idea that God knew everything and knows every single thing about you. The good, the bad, the ugly, the frustrating, the embarrassing. God knows everything about you and still loves you anyway. Grace is that there are no secrets from our Heavenly Father, like there's nothing that we can possibly hide and keep from God, but yet at the same time, God still chooses to call us His children and His friend. Grace is completely undeserved, and in fact, the word deserve can't even be found in this whole truth and concept of grace. Grace is grace, and the moment we start to try to earn it, or we try to buy a little bit of it with some of the good things that we try to do, it no longer is grace. Even if it's just five bucks, even if it's just trying one thing, then grace becomes discounted. It becomes not a gift at all. And grace is all fully a gift. Grace is this truth and this reality that Jesus changes everything 
about us. Not just the spiritual side of us. Not just the religious side. Not just the side that, hey, we can get out of hell. We can go to heaven. We can fix the eternal side of our life. Now that when we die, we've got that settled. I know where I'm going. We get that put away and taken care of. Jesus has done so much more for us as followers of Christ. He's done so much more than just reserving us a room or changing our final destination at the end of life. Let me show you what I'm talking about. The Apostle Paul, in a letter that he wrote to churches in Galatia, said it this way in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Paul said, For freedom... Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. Now, that's a little bit redundant, right? It's for freedom that Jesus has set us free. It's for freedom's sake, maybe, that, uh, that you read there in, in Galatians 5. But from the very beginning of this chapter, Paul is trying to get across this idea that Jesus has set us free. He hasn't set us free so that we can do anything and everything that we want. Uh, He hasn't set us free so that we could make whatever choice that we want and finally get to the end of our life and make it to heaven anyway. No, Jesus hasn't set us free from whatever we want to do. Jesus has set us free from wherever we've been and whatever's happened in our life and the choices that we've made, right, wrong, and indifferent. Jesus has set us free. But I know, and I've been following Jesus for over 30 years, that there are moments where I just don't feel like I'm set free. There are times where I'm like, you know, I I hear that there's freedom because of Jesus, but I'm not really experiencing it. Maybe it's because of uh, a struggle that I've had with anxiety or depression, like I get anxious about certain things, or I I get down about certain things. I, I start to feel this little bit of despair. Maybe, maybe it's stress in your life. You're stressed about doing well in school. You're stressed about doing the right thing. Maybe it's about something that you've done that wasn't the right thing. Maybe there's been that moment where you've messed up, you've blown it, and like, ah, gosh, I wish I would have, I wish I would have made a different choice. I wish I would have done something different. The good news of the gospel, the good news of grace is that Jesus has changed everything about us. And what that means is that Jesus has set us free from wherever we've been, whatever we've done, but the good news of the gospel doesn't just stop with our eternal life. It doesn't just stop with salvation and the spiritual side of our life. No, Jesus has not just set us free from our past, from our sin and from our brokenness. Jesus has set us free for the good of others. In the same chapter, Paul says in just a few verses later, he says in verse 6, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. Now let me just kind of catch you up to speed on what he's talking about here. We're not going to delve into the biological realities of what he's talking about, but Paul is saying, hey, you don't have to align with some traditional law-abiding practice in order to follow Jesus. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working itself out through love. Paul says, let me boil down this whole 
idea of freedom that, yes, Jesus has set us free from our past, but there's a freedom for our life now that we're set free for the good of others. And Paul boils it down in a, in a sense to say the only thing that counts, okay, wait, wait a minute, Paul. There's only one thing that counts? Like, you've you got to be talking about, like, there's a top ten list of things that count in, in Christian's life, and this is just one of, no, one thing that counts and one thing that matters. Uh, but, but hang on a minute, Paul. You know there's ten commandments, right? Like, we ought to, we ought to follow. No, there's like over 600 laws and, and rules that God's people are, uh, are supposed to follow. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about that. One thing counts and Paul says it's this our faith our faith that we have in Jesus working itself out expressing itself in love so we're not just set free from our past we're set free for loving others just like Jesus has loved us the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself and working itself out through love that's the freedom that we're set free for. Uh, my wife, Kara, and I took our kids to the circus. Has anybody ever been to the circus? Maybe it's been a minute. Like, I love going to the circus because, like, what's cooler in life than seeing a live tiger jump through a, a flaming hula hoop? Am I the only one? Is this, like, this is pretty epic, right? pretty cool. Uh, so we took our kids to the circus. We got all of the circus food. We got the, the corn dogs, the cotton candy, all of the major food groups, the funnel cakes with fruit on it because that makes it healthy. Okay, are you tracking with me? Are you smelling what I'm stepping in? Nod your head like, yeah, I hear you. So we go, we get there early, we get all of the food, and then we notice that you can actually take a ride on an elephant around the circus floor. And so we go down there and, and, and it's pretty epic. For 20 bucks, Two kids can sit on an elephant and ride on this elephant's back around the circus floor. And so we're like, yeah, of course we're going to do this. But I get down there, and, and this elephant is tied by a tiny little piece of twine, a little string that, like, you or I could easily just break in half. Obviously, that's easy for me as fit and as in shape as I'm in. But this, this elephant is tied to the ground by this tiny little piece of twine. And I'm thinking, this would never go over in the state of California. Like, this has to be illegal because this is so dangerous. It's an insurance liability. How are they able to get away with this? But what I learned is the elephant actually doesn't even try to break the little piece of rope that's tied around its ankle. From a young age, from when the elephant is a baby and when they're born, they are tied up by this massive chain, these huge shackles that you and I, well, at least probably you, I mean, I'm so strong, but we couldn't lift these chains if it took every single one of us. And these baby elephants are tied by these chains down to the ground to the extent that if they take a few steps this way, then they're stopped by this huge chain because the chain is so strong. If they go a little bit this way, the chain stops them on that side as well. And so they become so conditioned by this chain that's wrapped around their ankle that they feel like if there's anything around their ankle, then they can't possibly move further than just a few feet. And because the circus is a, 
a traveling circus, they can't carry these massive chains and all of their stuff. I mean, they, they got to carry lions and tigers and bears. Thank you. And so all it takes to keep this elephant strapped in from running off and running into freedom is this tiny little piece of twine. And, and I don't know about you, but I hear the, the truth from God's word, and I believe the truth from God's word, but there are just moments where I don't feel like I'm really free, where, where I feel like there's something holding me back. I feel like there's something that's holding me down, and yet I'm reminded today that really it's just a little piece of twine, that Jesus, in fact, has completely, fully, entirely set me free. And that's not just because I'm a pastor. It's not because I teach Bible here at CBCS. It's because Jesus has worked in my life just like he's worked in yours. I don't have any special superpowers. Has anybody seen the movie The Incredibles, the very first one? And you know that the lady who designs all of the superhero uh, costumes, Edna, What's, what's her famous line when she's designing these incredible superhero costumes? Capes are not required. You had that. You, that's what you were going to say, right? Edna mode. She does say that too. But for the purpose of my illustration here, she says capes are not required. Next time I'll talk about Edna mode. But that's the reality for us as a follower of Jesus. There's no capes required. Like, we don't have to be a superhero, super spiritual Christian to experience the freedom that Jesus has for us. But we also don't have to be a superhero, capes included type of Christian uh, for others to experience the freedom that we've experienced. You and I, as just a follower of Jesus, you as a junior high student, can help other people experience the freedom that Jesus has for them. You on board with that? Can we do that? Let's live in the freedom so that others can experience the freedom that's only found in Jesus. Let's pray. God, we're grateful for the freedom that you've offered us. We're grateful for the chance to truly be free. And so God, today I pray that that we would live like we're free in Jesus. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, Brandon Reed, for that message. That was truly a blessing. I'm now joined with him in the podcast studio for a short interview. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm married to Kara. We've been married for 16 years. Uh, we've got two kids, Addie and Bauer, who are 10 and 12 years old. Uh, we're originally from Tennessee, and so California is not home, but it has become home. We love, uh, love living here and doing ministry here. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, what do you hope students take away from your message today? Yeah, my hope is that uh, we as followers of Jesus 
begin to understand that Jesus changes everything mm -hmm. for us and about us. Yeah. A, a lot of times we just get stuck in this idea that Jesus just changes my eternity. Yeah. But what I see in scripture is that Jesus shapes and changes everything about our life. So mm -hmm. uh, how we live as students uh, in school, how we treat our neighbor, how we treat the person who's checking us out at the, at the right. grocery. Jesus changes everything, not just the spiritual aspects, the mm -hmm. professional aspects, our academic aspects. Yes. Uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus, because of what he's done, has changed everything. And what that means is we have this freedom in Christ, mm -hmm. uh, freed from where we've been, but for the sake and the good of others. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think what that looks like is that that as followers of Jesus, we're invited to be with Jesus mm -hmm. so that we become like Jesus for the good of others. Yes, thank you. I think one thing that really resonated with me as a student was being reminded that the freedom that's been earned for my sake doesn't just have the eternal implication. Like that um, affects every facet of life. And for me personally, it means like I don't need to walk in shame. I'm free mm. from the mistakes I make every single day. And that my new identity, that I am a child of God that has been set free is something that I should be reminded of every single day. Like it's, yeah. it's not just the eternal implication. And so I appreciate you bringing us that reminder yeah. and that good news. Yeah. So thank you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then if anybody would like to get um, more connected with you, how could they do so? Uh, our church's website is mvc.life. You can follow me on Instagram at Brandon Reed. Okay, perfect. Thank you so All much. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.